0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Foundation Level podcast. I'm your host Juliet and today we're talking all about eyeshadow. Hello, hello loves. How are we all today? I have a wee coffee here and I'm ready to talk about eyeshadow. And it's going to be weird because obviously eyeshadow is super visual, right? Um, But there's also a ton of questions about it, um, like colour and kinds of eyeshadow and how to apply it. So I'm ready to do my best and answer as many of those questions as I can as possible. So I suppose a good place to start would be uh, starting with all the different kinds of eyeshadows you can get. So of eyeshadows, you've got your pan eyeshadows, your loose eyeshadows, and your cream eyeshadows. They would be the three sort of top kinds that you would see. Let's start with pressed. Pressed eyeshadows are definitely the most recognizable. They're the bad boys that you find in palettes with all the pigment pressed down into a neat little pan. They're also, I think, pretty much the most popular. I'm pretty sure a lot of you have some sort of a pressed eyeshadow, whether it's a couple of little individual ones or you have palettes on palettes. Um, And they would be, I suppose, as well, the trickiest kind of eyeshadows to use because pressed eyeshadows take a little bit of blending and a little bit of working with to get that nice finish. They come in all sorts of finishes as well, so you've got your mattes, pearls, chromes and sparkly, so depending on how much or how little shimmer is in each. When you're using a pan eyeshadow, pan eyeshadows are definitely best applied with brushes and blended and worked into the eye. Don't be shy with your blending with this kind of eyeshadow, make sure your edges are all nice and soft and this might take a hot second but using your brushes with a pan eyeshadow is definitely well worth it for that professional finish. Then you've got your loose eyeshadows, and these are those little jars of kind of loose pigment. They can be a little bit messy, but they're actually handy enough to use because they don't take as much blending or as kind of patience, I suppose, as traditional pressed eyeshadows. More than often, they're a little or a lot shimmery, but they can come in matte. And these are best used by dabbing and patting them onto the eye with a flat shaped brush. That will stack up the lovely pigment or the shimmers and give you a really nice overall effect. When you're using any sort of a loose eyeshadow, it's good to be aware of patting the excess off the brush though, as because it's loose, they can fall all over the place and make things a little bit messy. Um, These kind of loose eyeshadows as well, you can make them look extra metallic or kind of shiny or sort of stick them onto the eye by using a cream or a liquid primer on the lid dabbing the pigment over the top and it'll be brighter and more shiny again. So those are a really, really nice option if you want something extra special. Then next up, you've got your cream eyeshadows, and these come in a few different ways, either in little jars, crayon kind of sticks or roller balls. These are arguably, I would say, the easiest to use as they can be easily applied and generally give a nice finish with minimal effort. But they can be a little bit iffy just because some of them aren't the most long lasting and they can go a little bit smudgy sometimes, but that's kind of more down to the product, I suppose. Similar to loose pigment, they usually come with more of a glow and a shimmer, but you can get matte cream eyeshadows as well. With your cream shadows, even though they aren't powder, they do need to be blended a little bit. And the ones that dry down quite fast, so like you apply them and they're instantly dry, you need to be fast about your blending with. My favourite way to use a cream eyeshadow is by patting or drawing them all over the eyelid and then with a blending brush blend out those edges in small circles until it gets a really nice soft smoky finish all around those edges. And they're great because you can kind of just throw on a bit of a cream eyeshadow, blend it on and that's nearly enough of an eye makeup look for you. So they're a really really good easy mode option. So that's just a little rundown of, I suppose, the three top kinds of eyeshadow. Um, But I suppose the biggest question I get when it comes to shadow is, what colour suits my eyes? And man, that is a question. Because colours that suit you kind of entirely depends on what you're looking for them to do. Do you want them to enhance the colour of your eyes? Do you want to match an outfit? Are you looking to go super colourful or smoky? Um, so let's start with, I suppose, the most popular option, which is if you're looking to match or suit the color of your eyes. And that's where we need to talk a little bit about color theory, because gone are the days of wearing blue eyeshadow because it'll bring out the lovely blue in your eyes. When you want to bring out the color of your eyes, instead of trying to actually match the color of your eyes, you want to do the complete opposite. So using colors that will clash against the color of your eye. And there is method to this madness. When you use shades that clash with each other, that way they'll it'll make them sort of look the brightest they can possibly look. The best way to figure out what color is opposite to your eye color is to look at a color wheel. So you could just like Google image a color wheel and it will come up for you. A handy rule of thumb though, because you know, you might not have time for Googling color wheels, uh, is as follows. So for blue eyes, to make blue eyes look really and lovely and bright and amazing, anything with a sort of a golden, orangey or mustardy sort of tone will really bring out the lovely blue of the eyes. And obviously it doesn't have to be like a bright orange or a bright yellow or something, but you can go for brown shades that have that sort of tone to it. Um, If that kind of makes sense, I suppose. And then for green eyes, your purples, your plums, burgundies, reds and pinks are amazing at bringing out that gorgeous green. And again, it doesn't have to be like a full-on bright red or purple eyeshadow which are hard enough to wear but it can have those kind of tones to it um, if you get me the idea there is blue and green are cool tones so warm shades like any of the ones i listed above will warm up those cool toned eyes and really bring out the color of the eyes for you and you can really play around with this a lot and it's pretty interchangeable between blues and greens any of those warm shades will just make those eyes look lovely and bright So what about the more warm toned eyes then? Hazel eyes are a really fun one because you can kind of play with the colour of hazel eyes. Being a mixture of sort of green and brown, you can choose which one you want to play on. If you go for more warm toned eyeshadows on a hazel eye, um, it will bring out the greens. So we're talking like purples and plums, etc. will make those eyes look more green. And then if you want them to look a little bit more brown, by adding your cooler tones, so like deep blues or greens or slate greys, will make the eyes look much more brown. Just a kind of little fun way of playing with things a little bit. And then if you actually have brown eyes, brown eyes themselves are a very interesting one because brown is obviously a warm tone. So if you want them to look like gorgeous chocolate buttons using kind of blues and greens and all that sort of jazz will contrast off the brown and make them look lovely and deep and gorgeous brown. But brown is what's called a tertiary color. So it's basically a mixture of all the colors on the color wheel. And that means that with brown eyes, you will kind of suit every single shade of eyeshadow you lucky little bitches so yes brown eyes some people think aren't the best for makeup but I think yes they are the best for makeup and I'm incredibly jealous Like I said before though, your style might not be bringing out the color of your eyes. You might prefer to go for something more bright and colorful or black and dark. And that's entirely down to you and your style and what you like to wear. Like if you've green eyes and you love, love, love wearing green eyeshadow, then absolutely work it. Makeup is supposed to be fun and an expression and the rules are meant to be broken. They're kind of more guidelines for anybody who just wants that little bit of information. But I think it's fun to experiment and good to try something new on your eyes. See what you like, see what you don't like. You can always take it off if you don't like it. A lot of people as well like to match outfits or clothes, which I suppose can probably be because maybe you're going to a wedding or on a night out and you've got a new outfit that you want to compliment. And I think for this, a lot of uh, ladies or anyone go for the usual sort of match the eyeshadow to the clothes route, which of course can be super cool. And it's a fun way to add a pop of color into the eyeshadow, But I would recommend, you know, if somebody's getting a makeover from me, say, instead of matching the clothes, I like to match the accessories to bring an outfit together. So if you're going to a wedding and you've got like rose gold shoes and a rose gold clutch bag, then adding a little bit of that rose gold, for argument's sake, um, just gives everything an overall lovely finish and brings it all together. If you're somebody then who just likes smoky eyes and you're a big smoky person, um, and smoky doesn't necessarily mean black eyeshadow, smokes can range from your greys to your browns to your plums to your dark olivey greens. Um, for a smoky eye, you basically just want it to be a colour that's a few shades darker than your skin tone to create that deep smokiness. And it will just give a really lovely smouldering effect to the eye. And it is definitely still to this day the most popular makeup look. I will say though, you can't really create smoky eyes something with a high shimmer or brighter, lighter colors quite as much. Um, so be aware to kind of keep those colors a little bit more smoky, a little bit more deep. So next up is what the story is between mattes and shimmers. From chatting to clients over the years, there's definitely an obsession, and I mean obsession, with matte eyeshadow. And when I did a poll on my Instagram, um, I asked people which finish they prefer between matte and shimmer, and a whopping 75% of people said they prefer matte. And while matte eyeshadows, I don't need to tell you, are lovely on and they do give a lovely finish, I think... Nearly everybody has heard that if you don't want to make the eyes look old I'm doing air quotations there, you can't see them, but I'm doing them Uh, If you want to make the eyes look old, then shimmers will do that And I think that is what scares people off And that is both true and not true Let me explain So. Shimmering shades obviously have quite a lot of reflective pigment, right? And that's what can be responsible for showing up lining on the eyes. So if you were to take a strong shimmer and put it all over your eyelid, yes, that will age the eye a little bit. However, if you work with shimmer and you use little amounts in the right areas, it can end up giving a lot of light to the eyes, which will do the complete opposite and it will make your eyes look younger and more glowy. Especially if you contrast it with a darker or a more matte shade, and then you'll end up with a really lovely multi dimensionally 3D sort of finish. Don't forget, as well, when it comes to shimmer, we're not talking always full on, strong, sparkly glitter. There's lots of different finishes, like pearlescent kind of shades, which will give you a little bit of a light glow, or then you've your chromes, which will have a full on shine. So Absolutely go for your matte eyeshadows, but don't be too afraid of shimmer as well because when they're both used together, they both look their absolute best. So let's talk about how then to apply different kinds of eyeshadow and working with different shapes of eyes. So first and foremost with colours and finishes, it's usually recommended to keep your darker, more matte colours into the crease of the eye. The crease of your eye is the little fold between your brow bone and your eyeball. You can kind of feel it there, you can even see it when you look in a mirror. Deepening that area of the eye will make the eye look wider and accentuate the natural shape of your eye. I also recommend doing a little of that darker shade onto the lower lip of the eye, sort of blended into the lash line. And this is really, really lovely for framing the shape of the eye. And this can either be like a little touch at the edge or you can use it all the way across underneath the eye, depending on how big your eyes are and how dramatic you want to go. Keep then your more bright and shimmering colours more on the eyelid and at the inner of the eye to give a lovely brightening effect. This will also make the eyes look lovely and big as it adds loads of light to that area. I also recommend popping a nice little bit of a natural shimmer colour, so like a champagne or creamy gold or something like that, just on the brow bone just below the eyebrow to give a lovely lift to the brows. I know then as well, a lot of clients are never sure how far you should be putting up that eyeshadow towards the eyebrow. And obviously this will change a little bit for different eye shapes, but a good guideline, I suppose, is you want about a centimetre or a half centimetre of space between your eyebrow and how far your eyeshadow is blended up, if that makes sense. So it's sort of the halfway point between the crease of your eye and your eyebrow. Not bringing your eyeshadow a little bit above that crease um, won't show your smokiness, basically, when the eye is open. But of course, if you go all the way up to that eyebrow, that's way, way, way too much. So that's why I say the sort of halfway point is where you want to go with it. Just leaving that small little sliver of space just before the eyebrow gives you a really lovely polished professional look. I think a lot of people are too afraid to go near the eyebrow at all. Um but the thing about eyeshadow is it can be taken off really really easily and it can be blended down really easily. So maybe the next time you do your eyeshadow try going a little bit higher than you normally would and see how it looks and what kind of effect it gives. Also then when it comes to the outer corner of your eye, make sure not to blend your eyeshadows down and outward as that can make the eyes look a little bit droopy. So imagine a line going from the end of your eyebrow to the corner of your eye at the outside. Try not to blend too far beyond that point unless maybe you're doing a winged shadow or something like that. And you want to sort of round the shadow off at the edge there just to give it a nice finished look. Don't just keep going down in a line. So one of my next biggest tips then for eyeshadow are brushes. Brushes. Brushes, my friends, brushes are key. It is impossible to get a good blend on a smoky eye with a little sponge applicator or with your fingers. Brushes will help your eyeshadows to work their very best for you. Now I know not everybody wants to have 10 different eyeshadow brushes at once, so if you just want to know my basic, most important top three eyeshadow brushes, I think it's good to have a flat, chubby shadow brush, and um, which is great for base eyeshadows, for packing on colour and for dabbing on loose pigment shadows. It's a good call to have a round, short, bullet-shaped eyeshadow brush. This is super for applying colour into the crease and that you're going to be blending. And it's also really, really good for applying cream eyeshadows. Then, and this is my absolute number one brush, uh, a nice long haired blending eyeshadow brush is so important to get that lovely blend for pressed pan eyeshadows and for blending at the edges of cream shadows. But a long hair blending brush, if you can get one and master it, you will master a smoky eye because that brush is just amazing and so many companies do them. But of course, there are tons of different brushes out there. So if you ever have brushes questions, just send me a message to my Instagram or something and I will talk through them. So lastly, then of course, I can't talk about eyeshadows and not mention eyeshadow primers. Do you need them? Do you not? On my Instagram poll, only 35% of you said you use an eyeshadow primer. And to be honest, do they make a difference? Yes. Do I think they're absolutely necessary for someone at home doing their own regular day to day makeup? Not necessarily. Eyeshadow primers are great at making colours that you use on top of them really pop, which is especially important if you're using strong or bright colours. Um, and then they can also make the eyeshadows stay better and longer by giving a really lovely sticky base for things to hold on to. Eye primers usually come as a liquid or cream, so basically you just paint them or dab them over the eyelid all over, let them set, and then you apply your shadows as normal on top. What I think, however, is a great option for every day for someone who doesn't have or isn't bothered with an eye primer is to blend a little bit of concealer over your eyelid and set that with a matte, bone, skin coloured eyeshadow. That will even out your eyelid colour and it will stop your eyeshadow from creasing at all. I don't, however, recommend using a shimmering shadow as a base as this can force everything on top to go a little bit shiny, which obviously we want to try and avoid. Next up, I want to talk eye shapes and just a few little tips for working with different shaped eyes. I'm gonna start with a hooded eye because a hooded eye is one of the most common eye shapes and it's the one I get asked about the most. The biggest issue is that you can do on a hooded eye, lots of lovely colours and blending in the crease, but as soon as you open the eyes, it all completely disappears because obviously the eyelid is kind of sitting over or the, you know, the skin above the eyelid is sitting over the eyelid a little bit. With a hooded eye, you need to not be afraid of going a little bit more ham with your eyeshadows. So when you're blending your shadows into the crease, lift and blend a little bit higher than into the direction of the brows, so above the crease as you go. And then also blend that crease color down onto the eyelid itself. Now don't panic if this seems a little bit much because when the eyes are closed and you're applying eyeshadow, it might look a little bit much. But when you open the eyes and look straight ahead at yourself as you would be during the day, going a little bit extra on either side of that crease will mean that you can see the shadows with your eyes open and also it will draw the eyes out and make things look bigger. Also, Don't forget about adding pops of colour underneath the eye. That's a nice way to kind of add a little bit of colour. So going into the lower lash line um, and it gives a nice little bit of sort of a framing to the eye, which looks good. And then for hooded eyes as well, washes of colour all the way from the eyelid right up to above the crease blended in is a great way for something to be super easy and effective on a hooded eye shape. And you can just kind of use one colour for that, which is really, really handy. So my biggest tip for hooded eyes is just don't be scared. Don't just blend in the crease, blend beyond that crease. For a smaller eye shape, then you might be afraid of shadow making your eyes smaller again, but that's not necessarily true. If you feel your eyes are a little bit smaller, keep your dark matte shades blended towards the outer corner of the eye in that crease and then extended slightly beyond that point to widen and open the look of the eyes. And then by contrast, use a lovely bright colour or something with a shine all over that lid and inner corner of the eye and that will work off that dark and it will make your eyes look larger and wider. Avoid using too much dark eyeshadow over the lid if you're trying to open up the eye. Shimmering shades will be your friend for that, so don't be afraid to use them. By contrast then, if you have a larger or round shaped eye, you might want to do something which is more kind of the opposite. So blend darker shadows in the crease and bring that darker shadow onto the lid, blending it kind of halfway across the lid slightly. You can probably afford also to do a lovely deep dark blend um, on the underline of the eye which will give those eyes a lovely kind of soft smoldery look and it will also give it more of an almond shape as well. Big eyes also suit a really lovely deep smoke all over the whole eyelid. so like those really really dark eyelids because you have kind of the space to really get away with going really deep and dark all over the eyes. So basically just play around see what works for you the nice thing about makeup is it can change the shape of your face in some ways which is really really handy and eyeshadow is a really really good one for that oh to be honest my loves i feel like i could talk non-stop about eyeshadow and i don't want to make this episode three hours long so i might do a part two for the second season if i do a second season but for now i think i'll leave it there Um, But of course, ask any questions in the comments that you want answered. Um, I also have a few questions from my Facebook and Instagram and stuff, so let me just get them up. Hang on. Okay, so first question from Amanda. Whenever I use eyeshadow, I feel a few hours later it looks like it's just settled into the lines on my eyelid and it's stripey. How can I stop that? Amanda, this is a great question because this happens to so many people. Because your eyes are moving around all day and opening and closing, the eyelid is actually quite oily and sort of lubricated, I want to say. So if you don't use a good base underneath your eyeshadow, the oils on your eyelid will collect with your smoky shadows. And like you said, it will make things go stripey. So to stop that, make sure you use a nice matte flesh tone color all over that eyelid to take any wet or tacky finish off the eyelid and then do your shadows on top and that should stop that happening. Really good question. Thank you so much. Next question then is from Sinead. How can I make my eyeshadow look nicer behind glasses? Should I bother even using it? Oh Sinead, of course, of course you can use eyeshadow. Um, you want to treat... Um, i suppose uh, when you're wearing glasses as if you've smaller eyes so make sure to keep the darker shadows more towards that crease and edge of the eye and pop something with a nice shine or a shimmer over the lid that will draw the light in and make your eyes look lovely and bright behind those glasses but if you wear glasses do not be afraid to use eyeshadow at all it can look really really lovely just make sure you're not going too matte or too deep and dark because that can kind of make the eyes get lost a little bit behind those glasses. So stick with your brighter shades, your more sparkly shades and something with a nice glow. Thank you for your question. And then the last question we have here from Laura and she says, does eyeshadow go off? I've so many palettes from years ago that I'm too scared to use. (laughs) I think everybody does. We all have a million palettes. Um, Does eyeshadow go off? Uh, Powder eyeshadows don't necessarily per se, go off because powders don't have anything that are going to stagnate in them. Uh, Cream eyeshadows and liquid eyeshadows, absolutely they will go off. Powder eyeshadows will lose their colour and they'll lose how strong and they kind of go pigmented onto the eye. So they won't maybe be as bright or as effective, but they won't kind of harm you in any way. You just won't get a good colour payoff out of it. If you're ever unsure though, and um, always, always, if you're unsure with anything like that, do a patch test and make sure you don't react to it. But generally, they don't go off, but they don't work maybe quite as well, if that makes sense. So that's it for today my loves. If you fancy more content as always including kind of extra application videos for each podcast and full lists of product recommendations please check out my Patreon. This is a little subscription service which allows you to support me and the podcast um, for less than two euro a month and you get lots of lovely extra content that goes along with it. I'll leave a little link in the description for anybody who wants to check that out, but obviously there's no pressure. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram. So I'm at Juliet Morrow Makeup, or the podcast is on Instagram at Foundation Level Pod. I also have a Twitter, which is just Foundation LVL, because Twitter won't let me have the full name. And you can send me any questions there or just check out my day-to-day makeup bits. Thank you so much for listening, my loves. Stay tuned for next week where we're going to be talking all about liner and the dreaded lashes. Oh, So that should be a bit of crack. Um, So I hope you all have a lovely week and I will chat to you soon. Bye.